welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Chuck Bailey and super producer, Ian Stimson. Gentlemen, been washing our hands? Washing my hands, keeping them nice and clean all the time. Tiger King's weird, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you too, huh? Straighten. That's bloody weird. I've been watching that today. Just seen the first episode. Pretty much fresh, fresh from watching that. Yeah, there's some uh, interesting people. Really, really, really fucking weird. We're like five episodes in, and every episode adds another layer of insanity to the show. Ian, have you heard about this? I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. So, I've got, and I said to Kel because it isn't one of the guys in it. The guy that uh, Louis Theroux did a documentary with, or, or like years and years ago, went to see it's, went to see him. It seems like he would be animals, right? Okay, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, if you're telling me it's it's worth a watch, then you're just adding layers of recommendation on. So, uh, yeah. I I didn't say that. For the- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching it, and I can't stop. That's fine. But That'll is do. it worth? The hours that I'm spending sitting there, I don't know. I don't know. That reaches basic Corona level lockdown yeah. expectations. That's fine. It is. I'm still watching it. That's fine. I'll take that. It is hours worth of stuff to sit in front of and be confused by. So it would scratch Excellent. that true crime itch. That's kind of oh, you good. know you've had don't fuck with cats and now a big yeah. documentary about cats. <laughs> yeah, I'll take oh, it. I'll oh my take god, it. it's so like. Do you remember last year, um, I was down in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for Chelsea versus Man City. It was like one of the few good games under Sorry last year. And I didn't get to record with you guys because we were in Myrtle Beach and a snowstorm blizzard went across the entire South. And uh, it, they had like basically never had snow before is how they reacted compared right. to like how the Northeast does. So they canceled our flight. So we just got in a rental car and drove for like 20 hours straight until we got back. The thing we were about to do in Myrtle Beach after leaving Buffalo Wild Wings and watching the Chelsea match was go to a tiger farm (laughs) exhibit place. Farm feels like a bad word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're not being milked. Enclosure. (laughs) (laughs) The, The guy, Chuck, the other guy. With the ponytail and the goatee, Bagger who Van, also owns a tiger reserve. The the uh, white guy with the goatee called like Bagavan Antle or something. Yeah, he called, and it's tra- it translates to like Lord and Savior. And the one with like the the well, I don't know what episode you're up to or if it's the spoilers or not, but it's the guy from Myrtle Beach. He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. No, I've seen that guy. We almost went to that place. I could have had a like tiger cub in my lap if it wasn't for the <laughs> fucking snowstorm that caused me to drive from South Carolina to Rhode Island last year. So morally, that would put you in a very difficult place right now watching this documentary. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's not he's not the main guy, so... I'm enjoying it. Um, happy international break, then, guys. Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. Not having football. I only realised this last night that actually it's international break at the minute, so... What's, uh, what's going on in the Nations League? I never keep up with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what international break would this have been? And uh, more importantly, do I, I have two weeks to think about my transfer then, yeah? Yeah, totally. I made a transfer this morning. Unless you're playing... Of course you did. Yep. <laughs> He's yeah, going to take hits by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I haven't taken a hit since Yet. like March 12 or something. So we're coming Good. up on a month in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Good. There's been no football. You're saying yeah. this like you need <laughs> no, no, a badge no, I, of honour. I honor. took a points hit after the last Premier League match God played. Yeah. yeah. For the one for the, for the game week that never happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I brought in Ruben to my team this morning. So Naturally. Mares for Ruben Loftus Cheek. I heard he's back. You know that. Uh, <laughs> no one's back. That ligament's no doing a lot better. So no one's back. All out. Nothing's back. Everyone's out. All out. Unless you're playing Belarusian uh, fantasy Premier League, because that's doing the round. Yeah, oh, it's the it? only thing still going. So have you watched any? Is it available for streaming? <laughs> like, <laughs> I d- no, I try and stay away from that. My years of gambling addictions just mean that I'm kind of. Staying from there. <laughs> Although they do have one of my favourite uh, team names, which is Slutsk. There you go. <laughs> and Minsk. So when you look at it, it kind of looks like it says Minge Sluts. Okay. So what are we doing this week? Uh, this week, I mean, you've already started punning, so let's have um, an extended Ian's Hole. Um, oh! Oh, do I do the team to you? Sorry. Ian's Hole, man! Ian's Hole, man! What I was waiting for. Yeah. Um, so, 
we've had emails. That's the big news. We've uh, had. But <laughs> we've had emails. But Plural. one of them is from Eric Meyer. And he got in touch to inform us that he was the Tug Johnson who reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. Ah, okay, so it isn't a real name. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting internet pseudonym, uh, Tug Johnson. He could have just gone with Maya Wiener. Oscar Maya Wiener. Oscar. Yeah. We've got Oscar. Yeah. It's all there. Tenuous. Yeah. He says it was just a happy coincidence that we read out his review on the penis episode where we had our various penis 11s and rude things 11s. That was just a happy coincidence. But um, someone else did a really good pun 11, and we don't give him credit very often. It's not to do with penises, which is a shame. Um, <laughs> but it is to do with... It's a shame. It is to do with cheese, though, which is another thing we love. Oh, you do like a bit of cheese. Which is a thing we love, not another thing. The first thing was penises, so... Yeah. <laughs> cheese, cheese is a thing we Quite love. Quite fond of my own. I don't know. You know, so, speak yeah. for yourself, Ian, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, this is Zac Efron's dick, you know. We've got to remember this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So he didn't actually tweet this to us, but uh, Adam P deserves some credit for his Cheese 11. So, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Uh, Strapped in. In goal, Quark Schwarzer. Right. Already, not I'm not really <laughs> not happy with that start. Yeah. Okay, defense. Uh, Cheddar Aspilaqueta. Yes, right. Better. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Breeder Hangerland. Brilliant. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. We're back on okay, track now. Back in. Right. Back in. Okay. I'm on the train. Soul Cam Baby Bell. There it is. <laughs> oh no, that's not that was no. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on okay. board. He's going to bring you back in with this one, I think. Pablo Zabafetta. Yes. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> Tick. Henry Cotter Mkhitaryan. No. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a stretch, isn't it? Yeah. But did uh, he say Premier League 11? Because... I, I don't... He just, just cheese. Don't, Where is he? I oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Dairy Lee Bowyer. Yep. Average Bare minimum requirements. That's yeah. yep. That is <laughs> okay. a, an acceptable cheese pun. No more, no less. Monterey Jack Grealish. Yes. Perfect. It's long. It's Crushed extended. It. No, I like that one. That's my favourite one, I think. <laughs> okay. Jack Breelish. Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, three hadn't already been used, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and his front three is uh, Dennis Giles Bergkamp. Right. Okay. Giles yeah. Okay. Berg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like this. Yeah. Edam Hazard. Fine. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Gianfranco Gorgonzola. <laughs> and thematically, works Italian. Layered. Layered. Yeah. I can appreciate that. So that was um God, you could tell it's international rate, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of time to think about that, but I enjoy, I enjoyed the cheese eleven. Yeah, that's not bad. Any more themed elevens? I'm i I'm here for here yes, for Yes, do love submit all your themed elevens. We would love to hear them. But let's talk about uh Patreon. So uh you can go to patreon.com slash pod and uh we've got a Slack that you could have access to, we've got extra pods uh oscar made a uh quarantine playlist a spotify playlist this week and then put a pod out to the patrons talking them through it which is one of your favorite things to do talking through a playlist an eclectic an eclectic quarantine playlist you released uh this week oscar. yeah yeah i mean we're all stuck inside so why not take people on a musical tour around the world i wanted to talk people through it because i put a lot of love and time into my playlists and so you know there's a logic to it they're filed they're built in a specific order and all those oh, things. Oh, yeah, which, so just... which you talk, talk to us through. It's beautiful. And, uh, yeah, we'll put a link to that uh, Spotify playlist on the show notes. Uh, it runs the gamut. I was delighted to see Junior Senior in there. Oh, yeah. I oh, love that track. That's a good Absolutely one. Absolutely great track. And a great music video. Yes. Yeah, and I did talk about that in the Patreon pad. Oh, uh, so, yeah, it's a good tune there. So if you need something to... Uh, it's lengthy as well. 47. Have you added 50, a few? I added the three more. So I'm up to 50. Yeah. So 50 songs, 50 songs. Uh, built in twos and threes. So like a little bit of rap, a little bit of Latin music, a little bit of dancey pop, all that sort of stuff. Some classic rock in there. You translating some Spanish on the Patreon pod as well. I was yeah. Impromptu. I didn't, I wasn't planning on it. But... action there. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you can get on the uh, Slack. You can get on the uh, extra pods, uh, all that stuff. And because... We're not doing football pods at the minute. Everything's a bit up in the air and everyone's looking for some entertainment. We have uh, suspended our payments on Patreon. So you can get on board for free for the moment. We'll let everyone know before we uh, restart the payments, but it won't be until the football starts again. Um, And someone who did that 
and came on board on the producer level is Mark Howells. New Mark Patreon, Howells. Mark Howells. Mark Howells. Oh. <laughs> Good personalised jingle there. And um, he can also, as a producer, one of the perks is that he can, and we might need some content, for fuck's sake, <laughs> over these next few weeks. He can pick a topic that we will do an episode on a deep dive. It can be football, it can be not football, whatever. We will, uh, we will do that. That's something you get as a producer. So thanks, Mark. <laughs> so also, let's go now because all the other stuff we've got is from Patreons on the Slack, which has been a nice little distraction while we've all been looking for something to do. Uh, and the other producer, Nate Whittam, he asks, what was, in quotations, the story or incident at your school? Was there a legendary story or incident that made the rounds at your school? There's there's two that come to mind, and one involves a kid that was in my class, and we were in, I think we were in the third year, second year, third year of secondary school, so we're like 13, 14, and on the train into school, he, with some girls that were at the local girls' school, drank like a shitload of spirits and what have you on the train into school at about 8 30 mm. um he then gets into class like a few of us see him and it is horrific like he stinks <laughs> he's all over the place slurring what have you outrageous in even when they're like taking their register at the beginning of the day like his head's on his arms on the table oh and gosh. like we have to poke him and he just goes yeah and the te- teacher doesn't notice. <laughs> he gets he gets into the first lesson, and uh, so this is at about I don't know probably about five past nine at this point. Gets into the first lesson with this maths teacher, and I can't remember what her name was now. Ah, uh, probably for the best, but she was Northern. <laughs> probably for the best. And uh, he's doing the register that time, and whilst he's saying here, he vomits all oh, over the table, oof. and the teacher, just being this lovely woman, is just like, oh, Charlie, you should have told me, you should have told me you weren't well. <laughs> and uh, so he then gets uh, obviously taken down to like the, the medical bit with whatever teacher or whoever was looking after like that bit today, and then they kind of realise that he's drunk, so they call his parents, and his parents has to come in, and his mum comes in, sees him, sees that he's drunk, and backhands him to the floor. Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, she wow. did this again a few years later um, after I pierced his ear in a toilet in oh uh, Croydon. Uh, what's the shopping centre called? Uh, the Whitgift Centre. The Whitgift Centre. <laughs> after he wanted to get his ear pierced, we couldn't find the ear piercing place, so I asked the woman in the knitting section, do you have any big needles? She reluctantly (laughs) sold me one. Uh, Hang on. This wasn't after asking the same woman, is the ear piercing place open? Same woman, same section, yeah. So so having said, no, that's not open, your next question was, okay, have you got any big needles? Unrelated, (laughs) but I need a sewing needle right now. Yeah, she kind of clocked what was going on. I mean, the bravado on me, like, I don't think I've ever been that brazen in my life, ever, yeah. believe it or not, to just go, oh, so the place isn't open? Okay. Uh, can I get this, please? <laughs> I love that your friend was like, yeah, sure, you can pierce my ear in a public bathroom. That's totally normal. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a mess. That was a fucking mess. sterile needle. Jeez. So, yeah, so him getting drunk and throwing up everywhere was another one. Um, a secondary one to the secondary one was that a kid in the year below... And this, this nickname stuck with him then for five years. Um, it was stated that when he was manually trying to pleasure a lady, um, he went too far and oh. uh, she didn't stop him. And thus the nickname Pooh Fingers was born. Oh. Um, and so for five years he was called Pooh Fingers. That's so delightfully childish as well, Pooh Fingers. Not, <laughs> not shit fingers. No, Pooh Fingers. Pooh Fingers. Fucking hell. Oh, dear. Right, go on then, Oscar. What have you got? Uh, mm, okay, well, Chuck just reminded me of one that I had repressed. It was so <laughs> oh, horrendous. Um, this kid got caught uh, jerking off in the library. <laughs> Oh. oh, nice. 
just nice, right? Yeah. I go, oh, <laughs> Chuck's nice. Allegedly, I don't, I wasn't there for this, and it's never been confirmed. But allegedly, someone did it in biology class, also in the back of the room, into like their hoodie, but didn't tell anyone, and like nobody found out. Just people around them may have noticed. Oh. So, but that's like less interesting or whatever. But this kid stayed after school, and we had laptops. Everybody had a laptop that was like in the library and assigned to them. And this kid was like in the fucking back corner of the library. Like hunched over, Ugh. and everyone was like, "I don't know what's going on there. I don't want anything to do with that." So, like, this was after school. Fair. It was like, f- which is fair. Yeah, you yeah. Want <laughs> I was like, to do with no, it. thank you. I'm school not going to investigate this one. Yeah. So, school ended at three, and then we didn't have to leave the building till five. We were just allowed to roam the premises for two hours after school to go to like okay. clubs or if you're doing work in the library, Be you know, in the whatever. Corner. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And this was like four fifty five, and like the lights were starting to come off and he was still in there. And we were all like, we just, we just sat around the corner so that we, like, we didn't have to look at him, but we were like, something's going to happen. Like he's like, something's gonna get happened. That's sort of the point. He got caught and he was kicked out of school like a week later. For, for that. Yeah. Yeah. For that. Yeah. 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 And like, allegedly like it wasn't just regular you know i mean we're 14 year old boys it was an all-boys school so everything it wasn't just, was just regular wanking that's we heard it wasn't regular porn and that's why he got kicked out oh just, right like, what he was looking at was even, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it was quite bad that, but like and he you was know, using I'm a bible and yeah <laughs> so that's that's the one that i had forgotten and then I'll, i have two that i prepared for the show but we're just <laughs> here looking to fill time anyway yeah exactly um neither of them nearly as erotic <laughs> salacious <laughs> yeah <laughs> salacious um the first one happened to my best man the both of these the reason i couldn't pick between the two of them is because both of them got the maximum punishable sentence that wasn't getting kicked out of school okay. and one was me and one was my best man at my wedding best friend uh. at the time you know so the first one was him um we were the only two with fake ids for buying alcohol so we used to like supply the all the house parties and yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were, I just, by pure luck, didn't happen to be with him this time because it was mostly just the two of us. But he was at the local like grocery store supermarket near the school because we were having a party. The, the guy's house that we were having at the party was like really near the school. So he's in line and he's got like boxes, fucking crates of Bud Lights, you know, just like shitty high school beer. He's buying like 60, 70 beers, just cases of the thing. Love about And he gets in line and he gets up to the front to check out. And the guy behind him in line goes to the cashier kid. You know, I could have you get in trouble for this. I could have you arrested. And the is like, what? Uh, I shouldn't say his name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep it. <laughs> fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he turns around and he goes, what? And it was our fucking principal no behind him in line <laughs> and the principal let it play out so that it wasn't even like oh i was playing it off as a joke yeah. or like no nah. it was like all the beer red-handed with crates of beer and he god bless him what a trooper fell on that grenade for us he didn't say where the party was good man he said he was just buying it for himself <laughs> <laughs> the principal I was actually, like yeah I actually have a problem. Yeah, so exactly. I need help. Um, you, I, I can't even imagine that sinking feeling that you get, like when it's the principal in line behind you with like stacks of beers. Yeah. Like, so, so he got the maximum penalty for that, and then I got the maximum penalty because wait, punished for being outside of school and drinking and trying to buy beer. Yeah. So our there was a private school. I went to like a relatively well-to-do fancy private school. I was there on a scholarship which is how I was there. But so they had like code of conduct that extended beyond the school day because you are a representative of a revered institution, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> fucking knocks. I can already fast forward to like Wednesday and we're listening to this and Emily is just rolling her eyes sitting right next to me. They're like, yeah, you guys are fucking pricks about how fancy your school is. So, you know, that we had a code of conduct that was like within a one mile radius of the school oh building. God. We weren't allowed to break any school rules. And then, like, if you got in enough trouble outside of your community, you still would get in trouble. So, it, it, yeah, he was, like, fucked. Okay. Right, okay. But I was in high school right when the poker thing was taking off, and it, like, became a huge, huge thing in the U.S. I don't know if it took off over there, necessarily. Poker, or, like, online poker. 
yeah, yeah online yeah, yeah. poker and just like and just like poker in general yeah definitely like yeah. early 2000s oh i yeah. got in some trouble yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so quite a lot of debt <laughs> because the school was so far into the city everyone commuted there i had like an hour and a half commute on the subway to get there people were coming from like the suburbs and like you know two hour train rides and stuff to get in so we all would just stay in the city until like dinner time and then go home because like our parents what are they gonna fucking do come get us like <laughs> Wait, they have to let me go to Manhattan tomorrow for school again. So yeah, we just stayed out till dinner a lot. And right when the poker craze like really took off, we were like, all right, we got to get a regular poker game going. Just like, you know, we want to we're mm-hmm. again, high school boys. It was an all boys school. And so we started running a card game that was essentially a like casino of sorts in that i would organize the games me and my buddy we knew spreadsheets so you know oh, gotta yeah, love spreadsheets yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> naturally <laughs> so instead of like having a ton of cash because again this was a prep school so a lot of the kids were like rich so they yeah. were playing for like big sums of money okay all the time and i was like well i can run the numbers for you and keep track of what so you guys cup. don't have to have cash all the time and i'll take a little bit <laughs> of the winnings so this so is enterprising exactly be yeah no i mean you know a kid from the hood all of a sudden gets thrown into a building with 200 <laughs> yeah. you know trust fund babies <laughs> what are you gonna and do? they're like we want to give our money away i'm like i can help you with that sure absolutely accept <laughs> absolutely so i applaud I, your entrepreneurship and ingenuity sir absolutely S- this kid from the year beneath us, fucking idiot. I won't even say his name. I will not speak his name <laughs> to this day. It's been like 20 years now, almost. Uh, it's been like 15 years, let's say. Fucking moron printed out the spreadsheet uh, of who owed what so that he could like no keep track copies. better. Come or, on. Yeah. And of course, left it in the library. Oh, matey boy was wanking over it. Yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> and, you know. I was clearly the one running it. But because we, like, didn't get in trouble and nothing happened on school property, mm. like, that, I think, because I think, like, that's the kind of thing I could have gotten kicked out for, but... Is it because the spreadsheet said, Oscar's super awesome casino well, you know, spreadsheet? <laughs> once someone finds it, and that kid wasn't really friends with us. It got big enough that, like, random kids would show up. We would play in the Subway sandwiches. <laughs> we knew a guy who worked at the Subway, and so they didn't fucking care as long as we got food they would just let us take over the entire like back half of the restaurant so there would be like 40 kids after school just playing cards in the subway sandwiches (laughs) was it like roped off did you have security what how serious was it (laughs) no but it was like a you know it was a random teenager working behind the counter and like as long as we weren't taking all the seats and eating other food he like he was like fine whatever so we would go after school for like three four hours every night and just play cards and I got, I got pretty good at poker from doing that and just – but like it got big enough that like random kids from like not even that we were friends with, not even from our year would be like, hey, uh, I heard you guys run a card game at a subway after school. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I got found out for that. I got 30 hours of detention. 30 hours. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get kicked out, so I guess it worked <laughs> yeah. out. I got to keep all the money. <laughs> like, You're Robbie Savage. You just got to go right up to the line and then not cross it. That Was exactly. that him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, Nate had one, um, which is sort of similar, I must admit, to Chuck's actually. But uh, his is the party bus uh, in 2014, just before Nate went into high school, which makes him fucking young. Oh, <laughs> fucking oh my young. God. Ugh. A group of 15 or so juniors who are 16 to 18 years old rented a party bus to take them to prom. As everyone there was a minor, one of the parents rented and paid for it. Uh, and mm. because of this, the bar was fully stocked and open. No parents were actually in attendance during the drive. So kids being kids, the bar was raided hard. Yeah, sure. The bus was stopped by police and all 15 oh. kids were busted for being a minor in possession. And next year's prom was cancelled. Holy shit. <laughs> that, is, that is massive, isn't it? You would hate those kids. Uh, they, But they deserve something because... They got drunk enough that it was clear what had been going on. It was only a half-hour drive. (laughs) That is some strong work. That is like your man on the train. That's that's a Mike Ashley power drinking right there. Absolutely, yeah. Fireplace is optional. (laughs) He's just... They're going for that. I just thought that deserved to... 
a little name check that one it, when it's that bad that next year's prom gets cancelled punishing kids who were nowhere nothing to <laughs> yeah. do with it just and if you are an underage listener don't do any of these things don't we do, that. do not endorse them on any level whatsoever <laughs> totally do them <laughs> <laughs> totally just do start it. a podcast it's fine it's live fine. the life live the life <laughs> just take it like oscar right up to the line right up to yep. the line Yep, not past the line. So uh, Nate also asks, uh, if you were quarantined with any footballer, who would it be and why? Oh, interesting question. You sure it's not Ruben? Are you actually going to think about it or is it just Ruben Loftus-Cheek No, I'm pretending it's just Ruben (laughs) (laughs) Loftus-Cheek. Wait, no. So actually, does it have to be a current footballer? Because if it's retired ones, I'm going to go for Michael Ballack. Because if you guys think I have a man crush on Ruben Loftus-Cheek, you don't even remotely (laughs) know. Yeah. You want to see his Michael Ballacks? Yeah, sure. There you go. (laughs) I've enjoyed, um, it's kind of, a left field kind of selection here. I've really enjoyed uh, seeing what James Milner's been up to during yes. the whole quarantine. So I'm 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 go- I'm going to hang out with Milner. Yeah. I want to I want to go out and trim the grass with scissors and sort my tea bags and yeah. <laughs> just fully play up to his stereotype. <laughs> the way he's led into that boring James Milner thing is absolutely brilliant. I love the man for that. So good. Even though his isolation eleven was pretty poor, it was literally just things in the house. Like there was <laughs> nothing really to do with being isolated. Just that they were in the house. Oh, the puns that he did. Yeah, yeah. There were some pretty terrible ones there. Yeah, I mean Frank Lampard. What what's the lamp got to do with self? It's just in the room with you. It's nothing to do with self isolation or anything. But I appreciated him getting involved. Yeah, Milner's good. There's been a lot of good. Uh... You know, stuck at home professional footballer videos coming out, at least within the Chelsea community. And I'm assuming it's the same within every other fan community. But like, there's, you know, Zaha or Milivojevic are posting up cool things that ch- ch- uh, Pals Twitter is just getting all over. But it's been highly entertaining to seeing all the people. Deli Ali did uh, The Lion King with his pet dog. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. The no. Whole, like, he like holds him. He played the scene from the live action movie on his projector that was like the size of the whole wall. And then he perfectly took the place of the lion cub with his dog and the Rafiki with himself. And he like played out the whole scene and was like, circle of life. And like held his dog up. It's great. Oh, man. We've got way too much time on our hands at the minute. I know. Pulisic started a TikTok and it's all just dancing. It's just videos of him dancing. I'm like, I don't understand the youth. Why? Why TikTok? Why that? I don't know. Stimson, who are you hanging out with? I, I didn't have anyone really beyond the Milner thing because I just think, like, you, you're you Oh, were right, you going for Milner as well? I was going to go Milner as Aww. well, yeah. It's, it's too easy, isn't it? I, I guess if I want someone for, uh, someone else maybe then from the football world who I could be quarantined with uh, would be Darren McAntony. Um, I mean, the, the man is, like, at the very start of this coronavirus thing, he was like, oh, don't worry about it. it, it it'll blow over. It's absolutely fine. Then... Portsmouth had some players um, who were tested positive or were self-isolating or whatever. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, exactly. And then we'd played then the previous week and suddenly he was all turned around on it because Peterborough might have been decimated by virus. Yeah. <laughs> so suddenly he was like, oh, I think we should probably stop the league for a while, everyone. <laughs> Just chill yeah. out. Well, anyway. And get all your players and staff tested. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, paid privately to get everyone tested. So he's now... Um, isolating or in quarantine or whatever in Orlando, Florida. So I'd love, yeah, it'd be lovely to go and live with him in his nice big house. Uh, he's also now started up a podcast, uh, which is so sort of clumsy in its title. It's uh, called Football Club Chairman, The Hard Truth by Darren McAntony. And <laughs> so he... many colons and dashes <laughs> yeah, in there. And... Yeah. And whenever he references, like, there's a couple of episodes out, and they're they're a fine listen, it's it's okay, you know, it's good to have that sort of access. But whenever he references the podcast, he does the whole thing. (laughs) So it's Football Club Chairman, A Hard Truth by Darren McCann. It's like, yeah, we know, Darren. We we know it's you. You don't need to keep saying it. It's like us going by Miles Offside, Oscar, Chuck and Ian. It's just really weird and clumsy. But um, yeah, so I'll just go, I'll go and be quarantined with Darren. He's got more money than me. He's got a nice swimming pool. So I'll go with him. Yeah, fair enough. Lovely weather. Exactly. Uh, Let's go to another Patreon, Andy Penpraise. This is our Qatar listener. Uh, When, it's just a simple one, this. When do we think a football will next be kicked competitively? 
Next season. I think they're just abandoning this season, and I think you still think voiding is the most likely thing. Yep, I do. Despite, it's a weird one because they they did have a meeting and said that they were committed to finishing the season. That was a couple of weeks ago or, or a week ago now. I forget time all me- melding into one now. Um, mm. And um, but then obviously the FA and also, you you mentioned this on the chat, Oscar, about the FA shutting down all women's football as in voiding the season of women's football and everything below the national league. And I think we jokingly sort of poo-pooed it at the time, me and Chuck saying that, oh, well, some fat Sunday league footballers aren't <laughs> going to have their season voided, never mind. But there is a little bit of inkling from the FA now that that is the, that is the route they're looking to take it down. Obviously, the FA control everything below the Premier League. So it's sort of... It's just it's starting to back that, down to go into like, oh, it'll be behind closed doors. Well, that's the thing. Like the FA is saying things like all difficult decisions are going to have to be made. It's, that was their press release the other day. It's like, yeah, no shit. You know, that's the, you don't need to do a yeah. press release saying that, you know. But that suggests a, oh, prepare yourself because it's going to gonna be bad sort of thing. So do you think that's more of a pre- preparation for playing behind closed doors or a preparation for voiding? I still think they'll play out the season. Even in the uh, championship? Just because there'll be, yeah, 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 because there'll be kickoffs about all the promotions and lawsuits and it's going to get so messy that they'll they'll have to play out those games yeah but just because like we've said before with the money involved and the same with the UEFA competitions like if you have a team like Leicester who if the season's voided well they're in third they don't get Champions League uh to me all this behind closed door stuff sounds like herd immunity did a few weeks ago <laughs> do you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like oh yeah this is gonna Fair be enough. Uh... Yeah. no no it's not <laughs> sorry guys it's really not like this is just i think logistically like there's though i'll say this then if they do decide that they need to finish playing this season out there's gonna be a shortened season or a season completely cut somewhere because nah. euros summer 2021 World Cup January 2022, like seven months later, which is already going to break that season in half. There's not time for two and a half seasons or even one and a half seasons before. Yeah, but that's that's the next FIFA chairman's problem to worry about when this one gets done for corruption as well. (laughs) I think mid-May, they start closed doors. They'll get nine games done in about five, six weeks. Wow. So around end of June finished so you're saying prem mid-may for the next time a ball gets kicked yeah because that's about five six weeks away whereas oscar you think if you think void in do you think mid-august start of next season uh maybe even a little delayed mid-august might be optimistic okay i i mean does, does there not because obviously we're sort of going up the curve now fucking steeply going up the curve now and obviously premier league football getting abandoned happened you know a couple of weeks ago um Obviously, on the other side of that curve, you can potentially like release lockdown and things a little bit earlier because more of the country would have had it and blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, the surge on the hospitals will have calmed down a bit. So is there anything of saying, you like going down the curve, you don't have to be at the same point to release well, it? Well, I, d- I just, no. I just no? think everyone at the minute is assuming that like once the football starts would mean that everything is back to normal up, yeah. and i don't think i don't think there's any place where everything would open up yeah. it's not it's not like all of a sudden they'll go okay everyone's free to do whatever yeah. again no it will be the opposite of what they've kind of done and they'll gradually let more and more things happen and something like football if it is going to be played behind closed doors it's a controlled environment. It's somewhere where people people are moaning about people being able to buy tests and etc. But uh, that that's a messy situation that can fuck off. But all these footballers are more likely to buy the test. They're going to know. They're going to have been in the quarantine, so they yeah. can con- control their environment. So if it's those people, it's it's like any group of people that are going into any job right now, really. So mm-hmm. I, I I just think in five six weeks they'll they'll bring it back. They'll finish this season because there's still too much uncertainty of. Like Oscar said, with if you delay the season coming, then what implications does that have for Euros? I think African Cup of Nations is next year. Um, they've moved that in some of that, so it's it's going to be congested for everyone. So yeah, I I would push it a little bit further back. I think we'll probably like mid June. I think they'll start playing behind closed doors just because, like you say, I think you're easy, you you can track professional footballers and their whether they've got it and track contacts a bit easier. Yeah. Whether that's a good decision or not, I'm not making any judgment. But I think I think behind closed doors is the only way this season gets completed, and I think the Premier League are fairly committed to that. But 
I mean, even that, it gives them not much chance to sort it. I think the start of next season will be delayed. And I think if this will essentially, for some clubs, just be a pre-season for next season. Look, clubs clubs yeah. like Palace, who maybe haven't got that much to play for because they're not going to get relegated. They're probably not going to get into Europe or anything. Excuse me? Sorry, mate, yeah. <laughs> you, you watch your tongue. You hold your but, tongue, sir. <laughs> but this might just be a pre-season for him. So it's, it does it does call into question the integrity of the competition a little bit, but... We're in weird times, aren't we? But my my prediction would be behind closed doors, sort of middle of June. I don't. I just don't think Liverpool ever get this title. Oh man! <laughs> I think. I think. Like genuinely, I think that's going to be what it is. <laughs> it's kind of gone back to being funny again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah, gone back uh, to. Got <laughs> Yeah, I went a bit of a circle. I had a. I had a moment. Yeah. A blip, should we say? Then I remember to hate them. So. <laughs> All right, well, we've got a slightly linked question here then, which Oscar may or may not want to partake of, but Sam Danby, he says, select a date in which Liverpool will mathematically win the title. If you're within six days, he will upgrade his subscription to producer level. So we've got to try and nominate a day that we think Liverpool will mathematically win the title. So which year are you going for, Oscar? I mean, yeah, how does that... I'm going to be within six days of never. <laughs> yeah, doesn't work for your uh, voiding scenario, obviously. 2024? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going to be a super producer in what's another 30 years? <laughs> oh, 2050. Yeah, good luck. Um, I will say... Uh, since I think it will get started again mid June, I'll say mid July. So that's I think there's a Saturday, July the 18th. I'd go for that one. I will say you guys are fucking crazy. June the sixth. <laughs> June sixth. June the sixth. Are you? Oh well, I guess they only need like two more wins, right? So if they're gonna, if they don't start till the beginning of June, I could go earlier, but I'm kind of. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. To. You guys are crazy. I think mid May. I think mid May. If mid May, I'm I'm just backing up my earlier prediction. Yeah, you're going with that. Yeah. So if mid May we go for like say the weekend of the 16th, football comes back or the 23rd, and they'll do three games or so in the two weeks or three weeks. It'll be about then. You think they'll do that with like a streaming service? Like, remember they were talking about, like, making a streaming service for season ticket holders to be able to watch the behind-closed-doors matches? I don't know. I don't, Over here, I don't know how that works with Sky because, I mean, they've still got a contract with Sky for these remaining games, so I don't know how that would work. Whether whether Sky would... I mean, Sky have now said you can pause your sports subscription online, which they were making people phone up to do it, which is obviously a fucking nightmare. Um, but now you can just go online and pause it, save yourself 20 quid a month or whatever it is. But... um. Would Sky be sort of good enough to put that on free-to-air television? I don't know whether they would, to be honest. Working for them back in the day, I know they were all about the bottom line, so I'm not really sure that that would be something they'd nah, do. I think I think they'd lease it out if if they were going to do anything. It wouldn't it wouldn't go free-to-air. It no. would go uh, private services of of the clubs. Oh right, okay. Even uh, I think okay. I think to season ticket holders, etc. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Of course, yeah, because clubs are going to lose money from having to refund. Yeah, season ticket holders. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, and not having match day revenue, revenue etc. Yeah. So blimey, God, it's so complicated. Well, if you, uh, I think a lot of the major VPNs right now are running like super crazy deals. There's a well-known good VPN that's doing a lifetime subscription for like forty bucks right now. So you know, you buy a lifetime subscription VPN. Yeah, you use someone. Maybe you have an American friend <laughs> for who instance. Uh, <laughs> has a Premier League subscription for NBC Sports, and you just stream them that way. Yeah, I might not be unpausing Sky Sports, let's just say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 20 bucks a month or 10, 10 quid a month, yeah. like that adds up quickly yeah. to the $40 lifetime. Exactly. Right, okay. Now, I think we will possibly end on this one. It depends. Let's see. Uh, but Andy Pemperay's again, uh, he, he paints a picture, right? So settle in for this one. Like proper actually, like Bob Ross? No, no, sorry. Not literally, uh, metaphorically. Oh. Sorry. I'd, right. I should okay. have made that clear on an audio audio medium. Um, yeah, I'm feeling very literal. Yeah, okay, fine. It's the 2020-21 season. Peterborough have been promoted to the Championship and Palace are in Europe. Naturally, of course we are. The devil approaches you all and says that he can make Chelsea win the Champions League plus give right. you an invincible, invincible Premier League season next season. Palace will finish second in the Prem and win the Europa League, and we'll go on to win the Premier League in the following season. Mm-hmm. 
Ah, taking you down, Oscar. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Peterborough will win the championship and do a domestic cup double. While you're busy with all that, we'll just do a quick cup double. That's fair, yeah. no worries, yeah. And England will win the Euros in style. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not bothered. I'm out. Followed by... Sorry. Just give us that positive. Okay, all right. Followed by the World Cup final, the following World Cup final being USA versus England. That's a, I think we can all agree it's a lovely picture he paints. Sure. Right. But as payment, the devil will randomly select one of your three clubs to be purchased by Mike Ashley with a will-not-sell clause and sign Pardew as manager on an indefinite contract. He'll randomly select another club to be relocated to Scotland and join the SPL. But after all these things happened? After all these things have happened, yeah. And only one of your teams escapes punishment. Do we accept the deal... Bear in mind that all three of us have to say yes for it to happen. Uh, yes. Two-thirds majority? Yes. <laughs> he said no, he instant, makes the rules yes. and he says yes. all, all three of us. I'll do it. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'll do it. Take it. Also, yes. Yeah. Could, can England be the team that gets relocated to Scotland? <laughs> that will be. And can Mike Ashley and Pardew do USA? Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But this, this surprises me because I was erring on the side of no. But because... You guys have tasted, especially Oscar, tasted some level of team success before. So, yeah. why... Zenith Systems Cup in 1990. <laughs> exactly. 1990, that's, <laughs> that's all the success. Some level of success. I don't, I don't even count playoff championship trophies. I don't. Or the, like, Joe's no. would. Can I amend the offer slightly so that it's like a definitive yes for me? <laughs> right. Because right now there's like one tiny thing that I'm like, oh, maybe not. That's the only like 2% of a no. Okay. Right. Fuck an invincible season. I don't give a fuck if you draw a 90. Like, fuck Liverpool. Fuck Arsenal. I genuinely don't care about an invincible season. Liverpool, Liverpool haven't done it. So. No. <laughs> well, fine. But you know what? When, when that was the story. Oscar wants like, the highest expected points was like, ever. Oh, the, the, yeah, I just want the points total. Yeah. If you change the Invincibles to points total, I'm going to fuck if we lose the last however many games, as long as we have the most points. Well, I suppose for you, relocating to Scotland, it doesn't matter because you don't go to games anyway. Correct. And then, you, yeah, but you just win the... If, if any three of our year. teams were in the <laughs> Scottish League, we would win it every year. And I include Peterborough right. in being able to beat Celtic <laughs> every year because in that Dustman League. That's really interesting because I had only considered both of those options as complete write-off negatives like you know Mike Ashley owning your team and Pardew managing okay well that's I've the... had I've had Pardew you've, once I know, and, you know we forever. don't spend money anyway so <laughs> yeah. yeah but not forever I mean that's a team destroyer and I I put going to Scotland and playing in the SPL as a team destroyer as well but you've you've maybe said about yeah I wouldn't mind that either there. okay one of the big takeaways from the honeymoon was that I really really like Scotland yeah, Scotland itself, I'm I sure. Liked but... it, I liked it more than England. <laughs> but the Scottish football like, is just, just... Well, sure, but now like, now I have an excuse to go to Scotland to go watch Chelsea play. Right, okay. Right? So, like, the only... Sorry, I wasn't thinking about the tourism opportunities. I apologise. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the the only like really, really risky thing, and because it's a one in three, that's why I'm like, I'll take my chances with it, is the Mike Ashley thing. Yeah. Like, I would... I already follow the Knicks with a terrible owner who refuses to sell and consistently hires bad coaches. So I don't need another one of those in my life, right? Yeah. But... Bit harsh on Steve Bruce. Just to see the smile on your two little faces (laughs) at, you know, at the posh lifting the FA Cup and Palace winning Also, the the way you're seeing it, you're you're taking a risk bullet for me to possibly... Have massive success. Taste, yeah, taste the glory of oh, okay. Premier League and FA This Cup has gone that. completely differently to how I thought it would. I was in my head. I was like, "Well, no, there's a two thirds chance I resign my team to just appalling negativity." Ever. Yeah, exactly. And As opposed to a one hundred percent chance. Well, fuck you. Uh, we all, you know, <laughs> I will defend the pyramid until it's last. <laughs> but. I just, yeah, I, I, I just assumed you guys would be like, well, no risk because I, I don't want to take a risk because we're we're in the Premier League, it's fine, you know. And the, but it's gone completely nah, the other way. I'll take it over because I already deal with the mire of relegation and not knowing whatever. I do, at least if we just get a trophy, like <laughs> yeah. Europa League, take it. Second in the Premier League, then winning the Premier League take it i assume yeah. we're winning the champions league the year after i'm just assuming <laughs> just, just assuming assumption. that's the trajectory yeah. that's just the trajectory those those three trophies take that take that 100% move to scotland give it mike ashley whatever <laughs> fuck it okay 
Yes. Chelsea clearly gets the worst deal out of this three. Like, we already won the Champions League. Yeah. I guess there's not, like, that much more left to offer Chelsea other than, like, to repeat their greatest success. Yeah. But, like, clearly we get the worst deal. I would be doing this for another Champions League and on the ch- and to see the two of you, like... Oh, well... Achieve those highs. Okay. And I'm hoping that I'm the one in three that doesn't get fucked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or at the very worst, like, goes to, goes to Scotland. I would rather not be a soccer fan than cheer for a Mike Ashley team <laughs> managed by Pardue. Like, I don't think I don't think you are a football fan if you have Mike Ashley on your club. And that's condolences to Newcastle fans because there is a kind yeah. of gallows humour in that and I can sympathise with them. Well, based on the Mike Ashley lockdown uh, attitude, I'm surprised he's not forced Newcastle to stay open and keep playing games. Oh, he'll get the club seized off him. Like That's, that's just <laughs> what will happen. He'll get done for spurious trading and... Yeah. Yeah. Inevitable sweatshop, big mug makers. With any luck, yeah. Um, well, that's yeah, that's gone completely differently, and, and I appreciate the sacrifice you're willing to take. So I guess I, I guess I should take the gamble. I can't, I can't refuse it. Willing, so how do we do? This? How do we make this thing happen? Do we have to go down to the crossroads? Do we? I think the devil's just going to yeah get in touch at crossroads at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as he stays two meters away, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, he's got to observe uh, social distancing. Mm. Uh, like any any of us at the minute, he's old. He's uh, yeah. We got to look after the devil. Yeah. Very old. Yeah. Um. But that's it. That's it. My hole is uh, slack sealed and <laughs> sealed. Right. Let's go. We'll sealed. plug. We'll plug. We'll plug your hole for now. Plug my hole. Plug it's, my uh, hole. Yeah. Signed, sealed, and done. We've got plenty. And to be honest, we need to stretch out the content across these weeks. <laughs> yes, it's the content that needs stretching, not my hole. Not Ian's hole. No. Have to buy a new plug. <laughs> All right, well, I did want to do one thing before we all switch off for the week to make it a, let's have some sort of a recurring segment. I'm, listener, I'm springing this on them right now. They didn't know about this, but it'll be fine. All right, I'm scared. Because um, I just forgot to say anything. It's very simple. Uh, I figure we sign off every week by giving one Corona recommendation for a thing you did this Drink week. Drink Corona, that was yeah, definitely. Very, very fun. <laughs> yeah. So, Chuck, I know you've been, you have like one of two things you could choose from. So, I'm curious which one you will choose as your as many as isolation two. recommendation. I have been running the gauntlet of exciting things to do. So, PlayStation, I have had time and just been smashing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And it is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played, ever. It's ridiculous. I've been playing it for like 60 hours. And there's still a ton of stuff to do. And I haven't started DLC. And it's great. So we'll go for that. Ian, what about you? What's your isolation recommendation of the week? I'll tell you what we've been doing. Me and Kelly, once Finney's gone to bed, we've been Facebook Live quizzing. That's what we've been doing, which makes us sound there. But there you go. We've been Facebook Live quizzing. Uh, We did uh, Friends one the other day, which was so ridiculously hard. It was ridiculously hard. That was no fun at all. Yeah, you bet Oscar like bowed out quite early on that one. Well, because you guys were both doing it with like your significant others yeah. sitting next to each other. I was by myself and just <laughs> bored and like following along some lady who kept being like, stop in the comments, please. Stop in the comments, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know any of these. I'm not you like, talking read the comments, to anyone. Then you would have got the answers. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. It's true. Yeah, it got worse as well because we were watching the YouTube stream of it, which immediately got cut because she played some uh, played the Friends theme tune on it. So copyright infringement oh. algorithm immediately just with a Central shut Park logo, video. Central Park logo behind yeah. her, a Friends T-shirt on. <laughs> by the end of it, she was just against the white background, just doing a passport photo styling. But, <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was brilliant. But uh, yeah, then last night we did a pub quiz one, which was film and TV stuff, and that was that was real fun as well. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. Then Facebook Facebook quizzing. There's loads to find. There's the, the same woman who's doing a um, Disney one next week, which I'm sure you'll be more interested in, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get on that for sure. Yeah. Friday, I think. Yeah, I think okay. so. And uh, then a Gavin and Stacey one the next week. And then she said, uh, well, it's not online yet, but she said about a Harry Potter one as well. Oh, let's yeah. fucking go. Let's make that one as hard as possible. I want to destroy everybody. Yeah. So maybe oh, we'll put really the link, link to those on the Twitter or something and we can all get yeah, involved. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, sure. How about you, Oscar? What, what's your one? Yeah, what's your thing? Uh, well, you already brought it up. I was going to say Tiger King because it's just so fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, the, what we did do is we f- did one of those, you know how you can rent like currently or would have been currently in theaters movies? Like that's the thing you can do now um, on your various streaming devices. So we rented 
uh, Vin Diesel's movie Bloodshot, okay. which had horrible reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but it was based on, I think, either a graphic novel or a manga or something. <laughs> Sorry, the child keeps running in. This is like that guy when he was <laughs> doing on the news in uh, the South Korean correspondent. <laughs> Chuck's child has joined us on the pod. <laughs> yeah, she's getting involved. What are your recommendations? <laughs> okay, yep. Back to mum, I Baby think Shark. <laughs> Baby Shark, okay. You yeah. go listen to Baby Shark and do the dance. It is a good song. <laughs> Daddy will just carry on, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can rent, like, currently in theaters movies now at home. So, like, they have Onward up there, which was the Disney movie with, like, Chris Pratt and um, Tom Holland. Just because of the... Is this just because of the lockdown situation that, like, yeah, these exactly. things have been yeah, put yeah, yeah. on? Oh, right, okay. So they're not dropping new, totally new movies on yeah, there yeah. yet. But stuff that would have still been in the cinema. Yeah, so stuff that was, like, in its second or third week. Yeah. That it's okay. just not going to make any more money in the theaters now. So they're just putting it up on streaming and you can rent it for 20 bucks. Usually rentals for like a newish movie on Amazon will be like five bucks, four bucks. Yeah, yeah. These are 20. So these are more expensive. But you figure going out to the theater, especially if you have kids, like you take three people out to the theater. That's like $60 oh, right there. You're making geez. this rental for oh, 20. easily, like, easily. Yeah. And that's not even – that's before popcorn and shit. So yeah. we rented last night. We rented that Vin Diesel Bloodshot movie. It was fine. Okay, so your one recommendation is watch a movie that's fine. Brilliant. Pay $20 and watch this average movie. I just got really excited at the idea of like, I wonder if this will be a thing now that like when a movie comes out, you can go see it in theaters or you can rent it at home for like 20 bucks. Because maybe I feel like that'll get some people that otherwise wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, to watch possibly. It. Yeah. Like us with Bloodshot. There's no way we would have gotten to see this in theaters. Yeah. But we were, you know, we were on the app last night. And we were like, you want to rent one of the new movies? And it was there. And I was like, yeah, why the fuck not? Whatever. Where else are we spending those 20 bucks on right now anyway? So, yeah. That's it for Isolation Recommendation Station. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh. <laughs> we'll clip that. Yeah, got to make a jingle out of that. a little jingle, mate. Yeah, perfect. So, so please get in touch on the social media if you'd like to bung something up Ian's hole. <laughs> uh, on Twitter at Mars Offside Pod. Or, like we said before, join us for free at the moment on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Mars Offside Pod. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. Ladies and gents out there, thank you for listening. Please stay safe. Please wash your hands. Please isolate and just be sensible. Thank you very much, Oscar. Yep. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Chuck. And take care, everyone. Miles Offside is a Nate Whittam and Mark Howells production.